This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, disable that for this podcast in your app settings. To begin, lie flat on your back if you can, uncross your legs and arms, or otherwise sit comfortably in a chair, and try to close your eyes if you can so that you can envision realities with the eyes of your heart. Realities that you don't always see in the physical world, well, you don't always see atoms in the physical world either, but everything in, of life is composed of atoms. Seeing something with your eyes is not the determinant of whether or not it's real. Most of reality, electromagnetic fields, radio waves, we don't see with our physical eyes, but they are all around us. Using your cell phone, you pick up your phone and there's a cell signal there that you don't see. And most of reality for us when it comes to our connection with God and his presence with us, it's kind of like an electromagnetic field or radio waves or Wi-Fi signal or whatever. God is constantly present, but we need to open the eyes of our heart to perceive his presence. And that's what Christian meditation is. It's a chance for us to just slow down for a minute, free ourselves from all the digital distractions of email or texting or social media or reading the news, constant intake of all these little communication pieces that are mostly random coming at us constantly. And somehow we think we're growing in knowledge. We think we're gaining traction on getting more, getting better, but really all they're doing is simply imprisoning us in a room of distraction and keeping us from experiencing, seeing, sensing the presence of a greater reality, the glory of God, the love of God, the power of God that is constantly around us and in us by his Holy Spirit. And the reason why Christian meditation is important is because if you live your life forgetting that, sort of ignoring that, ultimately because a life lived ignoring that is not living in reality because God is the greatest reality in the entire universe, your life is going to become riddled with anxiety tension, stress, because you're trying to live life inside a partial view of reality while ignoring the greater reality. So the weight of all the horizontal things in your life, conflict in relationships, fear of world events, worry about the future, dreading all kinds of possibilities or things that might happen, that occupies and starts taking over your brain because you've ignored the greater reality that would otherwise give context to all that. So just taking a deep breath 
deep into your belly, breathing through your nose. And then when you breathe out, just sort of have this sense of relief, release, letting go of clenched muscles all throughout your body. Maybe you have been clenching muscles in your shoulder, your neck, your forehead, behind your eyes, and you didn't know it until right now when you think about it. When you focus your mind on it, you realize you've been tightening those muscles. Muscles in your belly have been clenched, perhaps. Maybe muscles in your face, your scalp, or like I said, your shoulders, your neck, your forehead. So each breath, try to breathe in through your nose a deep breath into your belly. And as you exhale, bring your mind's awareness to feeling your whole body let go of holding yourself up, let go of clenched muscles, tightness. Sometimes we get unconsciously stuck in a fight or flight kind of central nervous system disposition. And even though we're not thinking about being stressed, we're not thinking about being anxious, our body is stuck in all the tension of feeling stressed and anxious because that's where our mind is unconsciously. It's a back burner kind of thing, a slow anxiety that becomes our new normal. And so we don't notice it. So Christian meditation is forcing you to notice it. Forcing you to take awareness of the condition of your body, breathing in through your nose and trying to slow down your breathing, taking more calm, quiet, deeper breaths, and breathing out and feeling gravity pull your body down toward the ground with each exhale a little bit more. Your body's becoming heavier. You're letting go of holding yourself up, and so every muscle in your body is starting to fall toward the ground. Letting your shoulders drop. Letting your arms lie there limp. Letting your hands and fingers and thumbs release. Let go of any unconscious grip you've been holding. Letting your eyes lie there in their sockets without being squeezed by the muscles around them and behind them. Letting your jaw drop rather than holding your teeth clenched together. Letting the muscles in your scalp release instead of being wound tight around your head. Letting your abdomen let go of this visceral anxiety you've been holding there. On your next out breath, just breathe it out. Let it go. Let it fall like 
water toward the ground. Your hips releasing instead of being tight and tense. Your buttocks muscles letting go. Your back releasing tension. Feeling relaxed. Quiet, calm breaths. Slow, deep breaths into your belly. Slowing down your breathing and feeling a greater sense of quiet. And now feeling your legs just lying there, limp. Maybe you didn't know it, but there was tension in your calves, tension in your thighs. You're just letting that go. And you're feeling your legs feel like water flowing toward the ground, just becoming completely limp. And your feet just lying there. And if you let yourself, just imagine your whole body letting go of all clenched muscles everywhere in your body. A sense, a wash of relaxation washing over your entire body. David writes in Psalm 144, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Maybe your first thought is this kind of language doesn't really resonate with you. War, battle. I think one of the most effective deceptions, tricks, that our greatest enemy, our spiritual enemy, plays on our mind is to try to get us to forget that our life is inside a cosmic battle, a spiritual war. The Bible says in Ephesians 6.12 that our spiritual struggle, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against evil forces in the spiritual realm. These are enemies we can't see. And when we forget that we are in this spiritual battle, we get lazy. We get focused on the wrong enemy. We get mad at ourselves. We think we are our worst enemy, or we think that others are our worst enemy. We think our family is our worst enemy, or some political party, or whatever. And anxiety comes when we don't really understand the right battle our life is in. We focus on enemies that we can't really fight because they're not our enemies. We get caught up in arguments. We get caught up in feelings of antipathy, emotional angst and anger toward people and frustration with ourselves. And these aren't enemies that we can fight because they're not our real enemies. 
Now, David had real enemies. These are people enemies, but these people enemies were really extensions of the spiritual war. And sometimes that happens in our lives. We have people enemies that are extensions of the spiritual war. And sometimes when we are our own worst enemy, it's an extension of the spiritual war. But the people and ourselves are not really the ultimate enemy. It is a spiritual struggle. And so the way we have to deal with any enemy, and especially when we're dealing with spiritual enemies that we can't see, is to raise our eyes and to see all of our horizontal struggles, all of our horizontal anxieties vertically in the context of God being present with us. And so David says, blessed be the Lord, my rock. Now that's imagery. God's not a rock. But in battle, a rock was a place that you can stand on a kind of cliff that would give you an undefeatable vantage against an enemy. You read about the battles of Alexander the Great or the battles of the Persian Greco War. You could be greatly outnumbered by another army, but if you were on the right rock, you would not be defeated because the rock was your defense. So David says, Blessed be Yahweh, the I am. He is my rock where I could be outnumbered and yet still have the advantage. Because the I am is my defense. He trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. He's making me wise in how to fight this real spiritual struggle my life is always going to be in until Christ comes back. So he says in verse 2, He is my steadfast love and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I take refuge. All this is imagery that makes sense in the context of war, makes sense in the context of battle. When you understand your life is in a battle, your life is a battle. You are in a war. Now issues that cause you to be anxious, issues that cause you to be stressed, if you understand the war, the real enemy, the real war your life is in, you can find a real defense that works. And that's God being your fortress, your rock, your stronghold, your refuge, your shield, your deliverer. Imagine this language right now as you think about your whole body. You think about your life, you think about your struggles, the things that you're worried about, the possibilities that you dread. Lift your eyes and see them vertically. The I am is your rock. He is a high cliff that you are standing on. When the I am is your rock, you have an undefeatable advantage. He is your fortress. Nothing can get to you that doesn't pass through his walls first around you. He is your stronghold. Again, this is the idea of standing on a cliff, standing on a rock, 
and the enemy has to climb to get to you. God is your stronghold. He is your shield. He is your deliverer. He is the one in whom you take refuge. He is your refuge. All this is military imagery because your life really isn't a war. And in every war, the stakes are the highest. Life and death. Your anxiety, your worry, your fear. These are life and death issues in a lot of ways because the stakes are really high. Whether or not you will trust in the I am as your fortress, your refuge, your stronghold, or whether you'll try to find those things outside of him in other things. That's the war. That's the battle. So David says again in verse 2, He is my steadfast love and my fortress. Steadfast love is the one imagery in this whole two-verse paragraph that doesn't make a lot of sense in the context of battle, except that it makes all the sense in our battle. Because ultimately our battle is whether or not we're going to trust God with our lives, we're going to trust God with our future, whether or not we're going to trust God with whatever it is that threatens us or that we feel threatened from. He is your steadfast love. So take in a deep breath right now and imagine this and feel this in your entire body. The I am is your steadfast love. His steadfast love surrounds you, controls everything around you, and determines your eternity and determines your future, determines your present, is in control of all your horizontal circumstances. He is your rock. He is your fortress. He is your stronghold, your deliverer, your shield, and your refuge. Ultimately, his steadfast love is all those things for you. So take in a deep breath, and when you let your out-breath go, feel that release, that calm confidence, that security flowing through your entire body, letting go of the tension, letting go of the clenched muscles, the tight teeth, the hard shoulders, the tense scalp, the tight face, the squeezed eyes. You are behind God as your fortress. You are in Him as your refuge. You stand on Him as your rock. And you are behind him as your shield. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. He is my steadfast love, my fortress, my stronghold, 
my deliverer, my shield, and my refuge. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe so you'll be sure to receive our next episode each Tuesday and Thursday morning. Our audio engineers are Diego Huaman and Matthew Matlack. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life.